All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is March 30th, 2023, and week 217. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, I will preface this by saying that this is a pre-recorded live stream. By the time you guys are watching this, we are at the, my wife and I are at uh, the hospital, patiently awaiting the arrival of our little one. So I'm definitely excited about that, but I still see fit to help spread the word of God. So that's why we do these things. So as you can see from the title, it says setbacks, success, and surrender. So the minister of the hour is going to bring us the word tonight. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to him and we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us. Lord, we thank you for how you washed over us, how you kept us, Lord, how you just delivered us from so many things, from so much danger, seen and unseen, Lord. We thank you for how you uh, you just blessed us, Lord. Continue to be with us, Lord. Help us to continue to be with you. Give us a mind. Give us a desire, uh, a yearning. Uh, give us uh, just the, the strength just to continue to serve you, uh, to correct things that are, are wrong. Help us, Lord, to overcome our faults, Lord, the things that uh, are holding us back, things that are hindering us, Lord. Just help us to elevate ourselves uh, to a new level, all due to your grace, your mercy, your truth, all due to your love. Lord, we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, that we would continue to remember that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight, Lord, that your word would go forth, Lord, that we would all decrease and Lord, only you would increase. Lord, we're praying for our unsaved loved ones, for our friends, for our family members, Lord, that everyone would, uh, that they would see uh, that you are the most important thing in this life, Lord, that uh, your word is the most precious thing that we have and that we should dedicate our lives to you, Lord, that we should be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. And so, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your righteous name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, uh, Melvin did say, uh, hoping we're hoping and praying and we're believing in God uh, for him to bring uh, Junior <laughs> now he Melvin didn't call him that now that was me <laughs> we're praying that uh, the baby would be delivered and um, God would just continue to help uh, help them as they embark on this new stage of life uh, this new journey uh, that they're embarking on so uh, we do thank God that uh, even though uh, they're in the process of the the baby reveal uh, people have a gender reveal now they're having the baby the actual reveal uh, even though they're about to embark on that we do thank God for this opportunity just to uh, sit down and be able to discuss the word of God uh, which each and every one of you uh, 
Um, and so uh, let us all continue to pray for one another. Let us continue to pray for uh, Melvin and his missus. I won't call her name over the air because somebody might not. <laughs> but anyways, let us continue to pray for one another and pray for them and pray for um, just each other as we all are. Um, just going through whatever, whatever changes are taking place because we know we all need prayer. So uh, God bless you guys. Uh, and we're again, we're praying for you guys, Melvin, that you guys would have a safe delivery and uh, bring the baby in, teaching him the word of God. So uh, definitely. <laughs> so we're going to get into it tonight. Thank you. Um, Thank we, you. We're, we're talking about um, what what did I title this thing? I <laughs> setbacks, success, and surrender. <laughs> All right, setbacks, success, and surrender. I can't see the screen, so you, if you guys wonder why I'm asking this question, <laughs> I can't see the screen that you're seeing. Uh, so uh, that that actually just came to my mind a little bit earlier today. Um, you know, God, there, there's a few things. Those things have been on my mind. I actually. Uh, even on today, as I was heading to work and from work, well, it actually started before today. Uh, my mind was thinking about setbacks, how how uh, we're we're working towards certain goals in life. We're working to get to uh, different destinations. Um, uh, we talked about Melvin uh, about to have a child with his wife, and you know they're working towards bringing that child and raising that child. You know, we all have different goals and, and a lot of our goals um, are the same. Uh, we're, we're wanting to live at the end of the day. Uh, we're wanting to prosper. We're wanting to have success. But something I thought about uh, recently was setbacks because it, it, I, I've said it before, sometimes it feels as if we take two, uh, one step forward it seems as if there's a setback and we take two backwards. Um, something seems to just throw us in reverse. Uh, we seem to be headed in the wrong direction sometimes. Um, even after we feel like we've made such good progress. Um, and so my mind was on the setbacks. And then I kind of strayed away from it. But God had to um, remind me of it again. Uh, through some things that happened today, even as I was headed to work um, this morning, uh, traveling over the highway, I seen an accident. Um, and, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to make it on time. I'm, I'm early. And, you know, I ran into a setback. Um, and, you know, you hate to see anyone have an accident. Um, but I didn't think about it at the time. And honestly, I can't even tell you the last time I've even seen this happen um, for me personally. Uh, accidents are happening all day, every day. But just accidents that prohibited me from being able to move. So as I said, I'm heading to work and I see an accident. And so we stayed in traffic for um, maybe about 20 minutes, maybe more. Uh, it actually probably was a little bit more than that, probably around 30 minutes or so. Um, and so this afternoon, as I'm heading back home across the same highway, I run into the same thing again, another setback. 
And then it finally dawned on me that it was a setback. I didn't think about it the first time. You know, we we know it's holding us back, but I didn't think about it in that way the first time. And then the second time it happened, it clicked. I realized this is the same thing that God was trying to tell me uh, even before today. As I thought about different setbacks that happened to us in life. So that's why we call this thing setbacks, uh, surrender and success or however it's put setbacks, success and surrender. I don't even know. I've already forgotten. Nonetheless, I know those three words are in there. And so now, once again, I'm looking at this setback. Now, I believe the reason God uh, was showing me this is because, of course, we all have to endure it. And both times, both times that we were stuck in traffic, that we were just sitting here, both times. I witnessed people, they would get in the far left, actually over the lane. They weren't even on the the, the actual driving lane anymore. They were in the um, uh, the part of the road, the shoulder where you would pull over um, uh, where the grass meets the road um, outside of the lanes. I witnessed both times as people would go through uh, uh, the side of the road and turn around and go back the opposite direction. What God was showing me, see, God will show you things if you would meditate on his word, if you would uh, seek out a word from him. What he was showing me was surrender. That's what he was showing me. See, both times I witnessed so many of us, I mean, the, the line was extremely long. And both times, people would turn around and say, you know what? This isn't worth it. I've been waiting for too long. I've been sitting here. And it seems as if we might move an inch. We might move uh, uh, one foot. But we're not really making any more progress. know how far those people had traveled up until that point. I have no idea. But somebody had traveled 100 miles. Somebody has traveled an hour. Somebody has traveled so far. And once they made it here to a setback, they say, you know what? I can't wait any longer. I've been here for too long. I've got to turn around and go a different way. So what God has been showing me over the past couple of days or so is what happens when we have a setback? Do we become impatient? Do we start looking at the here and the right now and saying, you know what? All the progress has stalled. I've got to turn around. This is no longer getting it for me. I've got to go in a new direction. Or will we remain patient? Both times today, I witnessed. See, I thank God for him showing me some things. I thank God for him showing me some things. Both times, I witnessed people turn around and go the opposite direction. And not long after, the road began, uh, traffic began to move. 
things began to be moved out of the way, uh, things that were holding us up, the, the vehicles that were parked in the road that had unfortunately had an accident. They began to be moved to the side. So now we could finally move forward. But during those setbacks, doubt began to creep in. And it even happened in my mind. I even thought to myself, man, should I turn around here? After watching all of these people, I mean, a ton of people, it seemed as if after one person did it, the floodgates opened. Everybody said, man, you know what? They're right. We might as well turn around. (laughs) But I'm witnessing God show me some things. Even those setbacks happen in our lives. You know what? We're so close. My God, we're so close to the goals. We're so close to being delivered. We're so close to whatever it was that God had in store for us that we say, you know what? I I might as well turn around here. We're, We're so close. If only those people who had turned around not even a good three minutes earlier, not even a good five minutes earlier, not even a good 30 seconds. Earlier. If only those people had knew, look, your deliverance is coming in, 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 t- in T minus 10 seconds. If only those people would have known this. Hallelujah. If only they would have known what was on the other side of the segment. If only they would have known success was on the other side. I'm trying to make you think that you could, that those people couldn't go another way. I'm not trying to make you think that. But I'm just trying to tell you what God has shown me. The setbacks that we are enduring, the setbacks that we will endure. Look, it only lasts for a short period of time. If we can have patience, that's what Jesus told us. He said, in your patience, look, you can save yourself. You can help yourself. If you would just develop some patience. And so I witness on today. So many of us, so many people said, you know what? I can't wait any longer. I've been here long enough and I'm stuck where I am now because of this setback. Because of this roadblock, because something is holding me back. And what they didn't realize was turning around cost them more time. That's what they did not realize. Your best option was to endure, hold on, have some patience, have faith. Help is on the way. Look, the police officers were already there. All the people there to help had already arrived. They were already there. If they would have just held on, I'm trying to show you something bigger than just this accident. I'm trying to show you there are setbacks that are approaching us in this life. And if we would just endure a little while longer, if we would just hold on just a little while longer, if we could just gain a little more strength to be patient, we would realize God was right around the corner. He he was already there. He was just causing us to wait just a little bit longer. He was still preparing some stuff for us. He was still working on some things for us. We want it right now. God knows we want certain things right now. 
Hallelujah. I, so many things crossed my mind. As I thought about this, as we're dealing with setbacks, as we're dealing with success, as we're dealing with surrender, and so often in this life, due to the setback, many of us are going to surrender instead of receiving the success, of attaining the success. We won't get the success that we're looking for because the setback has held us back. It's caused us to turn around. And once we turn around and we come up with a way that we think is going to be better this other way, we're actually taking a longer route. We're actually going much further behind than if we would have continued. So let's get into I want to read a few things tonight, man. Lord, please help us to endure the setbacks. See, setbacks cause our minds. We start to have some doubts. I'm telling you today, I started looking at these people turn around. I said, man, you know what? That might be the right thing to do. I started having doubts because of the setbacks. Because I knew, man, I need to be on time. I need to get here. I, I, I got to get there. But now all I can see is the setback. Lord, help us in the moment. Read for us, Melvin, in James chapter 1. James chapter 1 and verse 6. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. When we ask God for something, he said, I want you to ask. In faith, not wavering. Why did he have to tell us about wavering? Because the setback's coming. Because there's, some, you know, sometimes, Lord Jesus, we seem as if, it seems as if sometimes we've made such good progress. We've made such good progress. Sometimes people go through a sickness. We'll go through a sickness. We might go to the doctor, they give some pills, they give this, they give that. And it seems as if things are helping. It's, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. It seems as if we're starting to have the success we're looking for. Glory be to God. It seems as if the success, man, is right there. Wow, it didn't even take long. It's already work. I can feel it on the inside is working. But somewhere down the road, a setback happens. We say, my God, it's like, it's like I'm starting over all over again. I thought I had made it through this. Lord Jesus, help me. The setback has now set in. Lord Jesus. And so now we're starting to waver. Now we're starting to have those doubts and say, you know what? I just don't even think it's going to happen. But just yesterday. When we were having success, we said, oh, I think I can do it. I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to feel better. I think I'm going to accomplish this. I'll accomplish that until a setback comes. Lord Jesus, mm, my God. And then we start to surrender. We start to wave the white flag. We start to throw in the towel because of the setback. Because it seems as if all the progress we just made we just made it. It seems it's all out the window. It has vanished so quickly. 
So James said, ask him whatever we're praying for, asking God. He said, don't let nothing cause you to surrender. Don't let a measly setback. I know the setback seems bad. I know it does. God knows I don't enjoy any setback. Even even just sitting in traffic, none of us enjoy it. After we've been traveling 55 miles an hour, we get slowed down to zero. Now we're at one mile an hour. Move a few feet. Now we have to hit brakes again. Now we put the car in park. It's a setback. And we begin to doubt, should I even keep going this way? And so read that again for me, Melvin. James chapter one and at verse six. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. Nothing wavering. God said, don't change due to the setback. Don't change. You made your mind. You've asked for something. God already has it in store for us. But somebody's going to turn around just before the success arrives. Somebody's not going to see the success because they're headed in the opposite direction. They turn around and they can't tell. It was right there on the other side. It was right there on the other side. They didn't see the countdown. Before we start these Bible studies, Melvin has a countdown. They didn't see the countdown. From my seat, where I'm sitting now, I told you guys, I can't see the screen. The only way I know how much time is left on the countdown is because Melvin told me. (laughs) That's the only reason I knew. But had he not told me, I'd be wondering the whole time. I wonder how much time was left. That's where we are, wondering how much longer, God, must I endure? How much longer do I have to go through these problems that I'm going through? I've heard so many stories of people enduring so much. Problems in their homes, problems in their marriages, problems with their children, problems at their job, problems in their own bodies. And we're wondering every time, how much longer? How much longer must I endure this? It seems as if every now and then it'll get a little better. And then it gets a lot worse. Setbacks, success, and surrender. He said, nothing wavering. Ask God in faith. Read for us, man. For he that wavereth, it's like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Lord, help us to be grounded in faith. We're being tossed around with the progress. We're feeling good with the progress. We're feeling, man, I think God's going to deliver me. God's going to bless me. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. And as soon as the setback comes, God, I don't know where God is. I don't think he cares anymore. I think I'm probably going to be stuck like this forever. We're being tossed around. We're being tossed all over the place. 
But God said, we must. Lord Jesus. The setbacks come to help us get to the next level. I just did a study on that. I think it was last week or so about getting to the next level. That's what the setback comes for. To see. Have you learned how to have faith? Even though it's a setback. Have you learned to trust that your deliverance is right here? Is my God, it draws nigh. Your salvation, your deliverance, your next level is, is so close. But it's much closer than when you first got saved. That's what Paul tried to tell us. It's right here. It's so close. Somebody said, I can almost taste it. <laughs> it's so close. But are you going to allow the setback to turn you back? Are you going to allow that setback to cause you to surrender? Look, these are some, some important S words. Look, I, I know people, <laughs> Lord Jesus, these are some important words here. Is the setback going to cause you to surrender? He said, don't be tossed around. It's not fun. Look, if you've ever been in a boat on the sea and you witness the boat being tossed around, look, it's not a good, it's not a fun thing. It's not even something good to see. It looks terrible being tossed around. But that's how we are with our faith. We're being tossed around at every setback. Lord, help us. Lord, help us overcome these setbacks because it's so, we're so close. If only we could see just how close we are. We're so close to God stepping in and doing that thing that we need him to do. We're so close. But we don't even realize. Read for us, man. For, for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. We won't receive anything. Being double-minded. Thinking, you know what? I should go this way. And then saying, you know what? I think I'm going to turn around. It's taking too long. Because of a setback. God said, you know what? Won't receive anything. Because we would not continue. To achieve success. There's a success. There is success on the other side. But we have to hold on. Even though. Even though. Something has happened. That seemed. To start us all over again. We're back at square one again. But we don't realize. We're not at square one. It's setback. We're not where we. Look, we made so much progress. I told you earlier, somebody drove probably 100 miles. They made so much progress. And all of a sudden, we're ready to turn around. After so much progress, Lord, help us to hold on just a little while longer. Because what's blocking us is about to be removed. We just don't know it yet. You know, my mind went to the woman who was, uh, she had the issue of blood 12 years. Let's go and read that, Melvin. Uh, 
hopefully I have some time to get to something something else I wanted to look at. But let's go and look at that real quick. Um, in the book of Luke, chapter 8, Luke 8 and 43. And Luke the- 8. One second. Yeah, Luke 8 and 43. All right. And the woman, having an issue of blood 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, mm-hmm. neither could be healed of any. You know, when I read this, I see surrender. Now, excuse me, she has not surrendered. What I see is setbacks. She has been dealing with this for 12 years. None of us want to deal with anything, any problem that long. But she has been dealing with it for 12 years. But what Luke also told me, and he's a physician, Bible declares he was a physician. What it also told me was that she spent her money at physicians. And I believe now, now this is me. It doesn't say this in the Bible. This is Tony talking now. Believe now. She had received some things of these physicians at certain times. That helped. He said, oh, you know what? It's a little bit better. It's not as bad as it once was. It seemed to be working. And then all of a sudden, a setback. A setback. We talk about how sometimes people taking medicines, people's body get used to the medicine. And the the effect that the medicine used to have, it doesn't have it anymore. Their body has become resistant to it. It's a setback. It's a setback. So she has been to physicians with an S. I can imagine now she goes to one physician, starts maybe making a little progress, and then it halts. And they say, well, that's all I can do. They say, well, you might want to try so-and-so. Then she goes there. Maybe gets a little bit more help. Another setback takes but time and time again, setbacks happen. But you know, she made up her mind. Glory be to God. She said, I'm not going to allow every time I'm being held back. Look, I made progress. I'm still continuing to survive. I'm still holding on. I'm still hanging in there. She said, you know what? I'm still going, I'm still going to try to move forward. How many times do we surrender after we've tried and tried and tried again? The the word physician has an S. Physicians. She tried many. But she said, you know what? I'm not quitting. I won't surrender. There's something inside of her that was still seeking success. Even after 12 years of fighting this battle, Lord, I thank you. She still fought. Read for us, man. Came behind him and touched the border of his garment. She had heard now. It didn't tell us here, but it tells us in another place. She had heard of Jesus. 
the best physician out there. She had heard of him and she felt he could deliver her of her problem. But you know what? Just before she could receive her help, she endured another setback. See, notice now the scripture said, she said within herself, she can touch the border of his garment. Now, in another place, it says the hem of his garment, just the very edge of his garment. If you read in another place, it talks about the press, the multitude of people, actually in this chapter. He'll tell us about all these people surrounding her. And so my mind went to how now it was a different situation, but my mind went to uh, the, the concert. Um, um, can't think of the man's name right now. But the concert where the people died uh, because of the stampede. Um, can't think of that man's name. Uh, but Travis Scott, that's right, Travis Scott. Uh, so many people died at the concert because of the press, because of the multitude of people, because of how many people were in one area. And everybody was trying to get to the same place. Look, everybody's trying to make their way to the front. This is happening now with Jesus. We've got to, to realize, no doubt, somebody got knocked down. Everybody wasn't being polite and saying, oh, excuse me, I, I would like to see Jesus, please. These people had problems. And look, when you got a problem, you're, 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 you're stepping over people, you're pushing people, you're trying your best to get your problem resolved. And so now, I can imagine somebody, this, look, this woman's sick. She's been sick for 12 years. No doubt she lost some weight. No doubt her body is affected by it. No doubt she's not as strong as she once was because of this sickness. So I'm, 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 I'm seeing the setback here. And somebody probably knocked this lady down. But she made up in her mind, regardless of the setback, if I can just touch the hem, even just his clothing, if I can just make it there and touch one piece of that fabric, just one touch of him, Lord, I can receive the success that I'm looking for, the deliverance, the help, the strength that I need. And so even through, even through the setbacks, she still kept turning away. She still kept pushing. She still kept crawling. She still kept grabbing for anything she could grab for, even as people probably walked past the woman. Regardless of how this thing played out, she fought through a crowd of people just to get one touch because she believed. This is what she believed. Do we have the faith today and believing in God to help us. There's some things we're praying about. There's some things we're praying about that God even wants to do for us. Now, I can't tell you he's going to do everything because he told us he's not going to say yes to everything. But there are some things that God actually wants to do for us. But he wants us to overcome some setbacks first. He wants us to overcome, but we don't know. This is the last time. We've got to endure a setback on this thing, this specific thing. This was the last time she had to endure a setback. 
This was the last time she held on. Will we hold on tonight? Will we overcome? Run over me into the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 35, I believe. Yeah, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. Lord Jesus. Read that again for us, Mel. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, mm -hmm. which hath great recompense of reward. There's a reward for overcoming the setbacks. Cast not away. Therefore, your confidence. Our confidence is not in man. I know there's a certain level of confidence that has to be in each other. I understand. But overall, our confidence is in God. Regardless of what someone puts in front of you, regardless of what God allows to happen, there's still success. And it's close. Draw it nigh. It's close. Closer than what we even think. Sometimes we feel, sometimes because of setbacks, we say, yeah, it'll take me, and I've been guilty. Say, so, yeah, it's going to take me X amount of years. It, it might not have to, though. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Look, I know there's some things that, yeah, it is going to take a certain amount of time. But there are certain things that God wants to happen for us much quicker than what we think. We, we cannot throw away our confidence in him. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. Read for us, man. Which hath great recompense of reward. Mm -hmm. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. He said, just have a little more patience. Suppose they had a sign up on the road today, even at that accident. Patience, everyone. Have, have some patience. We're almost there. Somebody would have held on a little bit longer. This is why he has to tell us these things. So we can hold on just a little while longer. He said, all you need is a little bit of patience. You need some patience. Read for us, man. For yet a little while, mm -hmm. and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Yet a little while. He that shall come, look, he's coming. He's not going to wait any longer. If you can just hold on and have some patience. See, God uses these setbacks. All things work together for the good. He's using these things that we're enduring to teach us more patience. He's using these things to show us what level are we on? Where are we at? I've said it many times since the beginning of this year. Look, I, I want to get to a new level. Didn't realize, though, <laughs> we don't know what we're asking for. Look, we're asking for some setbacks. We're asking to be tested so that we can know. It doesn't matter. Look, in order for, for us to be successful, 
in being saved, we've got to know where we stand. We have to know what level we're on. We have to know how we'll respond. Because a lot of times we tell God, look, I'll do this in this situation. And so he allows a situation to happen. We find ourselves doing exactly what we said we would not do. He has to show us. And he's going to use some setbacks to show us, look, Tony, you're not where you said you are. You're not where you think you are. You need this setback. But he's still coming is the important part. Read for us, man. Finish this out. Now the just shall live by faith. Mm -hmm. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Mm -hmm. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. He said, don't surrender. Don't turn around because of a setback. Don't allow that to discourage you. Don't allow that to uh, cause you to lose all of your faith, to have doubts. Look, I know the doubts come, but he said, cast down the vain imagination. But we, we mistake that. We cast down our confidence instead of casting down the vain imagination. We've got them twisted. He said, hold on to the faith. He's coming. He that shall come will come. So God bless you guys. I want, uh, I, I really, I really uh, thought about a lot more, a lot of other things, uh, but I won't go to all those things. But there, there's success on the other side. I, I'll even mention one thing um, that came to mind, uh, but I, I won't go there. You know, Joshua, after Moses, uh, God began to deal with him. God began to tell him to meditate on his word day and night. And he told him, you know what? If you would not turn to the right or to the left, if you, if you would keep courage, if you would uh, continue to hold on through all these setbacks, he said, you know what? I'll give you good success. I will allow you to have success in this life. But you've got to overcome all the setbacks. And so I looked at how Joshua, even after um, all of the people, they brought the evil report after they seen the giants in the land. All those people wanted to turn back. This is a land that God promised to give those people. God promised us certain things. He promised us certain things. But these people, even though God, who cannot lie, who will keep his word, even though he made them a promise, these people still turned back. They still made up in their mind, we, we don't want to do this anymore. These people are giants that we're facing. Isn't that how our setbacks seem? It seems to be such a giant problem. It seems to be so large in our lives. Every single setback after we've made so much progress. But Joshua made up in his mind he's going to continue. He tried to talk the people out of it. And when the people would, would not listen, he made up in his mind he's going on. He even prayed for those people. This is how we must act 
in the setback. We got to learn to pray. Joshua, when they had this setback, look, they began to pray for these people that God would help all of them overcome this obstacle. We, we must learn to pray when we find ourselves dealing with a setback. This is where we need to continue to rely on God because it already promised us he that shall come, he will come. He just wants to see how much patience we have. He's just watching. He's watching to see how much patience we have. And so I find that at the end of Joshua's life, around the end of his life, I think the scripture said he was about 85 years old. And you know, Joshua, I'm looking at the success that the man had. He said, you know what? I'm just as strong as I am as I was back then, right now. At 85 years old, he said, I'm just as strong the day that Moses sent us out to spy this land. He was a young man back then, probably around the age of 20. He was a young man back then. He said, look, I'm just as strong today. And whatever I need to get done, by the strength of God and by the grace of God, I can go and do it. Look at the success that God gave this man, even the man Moses. I think he died around, uh, he was about 120 years old when he died. 120 now. The Bible said his eyes were not dim. Man still could see, still had, Lord, Lord Jesus. Man still had 2020. Man still had his strength. He still, look at the success. See, we're struggling with different problems. I know, even in our bodies, even in our minds, in whatever situation, in our marriages, in our homes, we're having different problems. But if we could just overcome all the setbacks, we would see the success that God has to offer us. Sometimes people feel that when they get old, they say, well, I'm going to have this problem. and Oh, I'm going to have that problem. And I won't be able to walk. Yeah, you might not be able to if you keep talking like that. Yeah, I won't be able to see. I won't be able to hear. Look, I understand that life happens that we age, that we get older. I'm totally accepting of that. But look, I want all God has to offer me. I know it can very well end up the same way these people ended up. I don't have to be blind by the time I'm 85. I don't have to be wheeled around. I'm not saying if God, if that's what God's will is, then I must endure it. But I'm saying don't settle for less. God has so much success that he wants to offer us. I'm just saying don't settle. Don't settle that, well, I'll be sick for the rest of my life. Well, I'll have this problem. Well, I'll have that problem. Well, I'm just meant to be this. I'm meant to. Don't settle. Don't settle for things. Look, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we can ask or think. How do we expect to live in all of eternity but think God can't stop us from going blind? But think God can't stop us in 60 years from going deaf? And thinking, God, look, by the time I'm 70, by the time I'm uh, this age, thinking, look, I won't even be able to walk anymore. What do you think you're going to be like in eternity then? You're going to live 
an unlimited amount of time, but yet you won't be able to walk. You won't be able to see. You won't be able to eat anything. Look, you won't be able to live. But yet you'll still be alive. We're we're putting God in a box. We're thinking God can't deliver us when he can. And he wants to prove it to us. But see, I believe these things when I read them. Bible tells us he had the children of Israel out in Egypt. These people were out there 40 years. Look, shoes didn't even get old. Clothes didn't even get old. Do we believe that stuff? Look, I know. Look, I've got shoes and old things get old. <laughs> Couple months working now. <laughs> I need a new pair of shoes. My feet are hurting. The soles are gone. But I still believe God is able. Look, he can make these things. Look, he can make a pair of shoes last me the rest of my life. He's able to do these things. See, we have to believe all that we find. We have to believe this. Whether it's in the will of God for us or not, I will not settle for less. Look, I want all that God has for me. And so I want to encourage you. Don't let the setback destroy you. Don't let some problem that you've seen someone have. Don't think, well, I guess I've got to have that. Sometimes people look at their family history. They say, well, so-and-so had a heart condition. This person had lung problem. I guess I got to have it running my family. <laughs> I have to have that. Now, if God allow it to happen to you, so be it. But believe in God for better. Believe in him for more. I remember being a young child. Nowhere I got to know I, I didn't know much about God, but I knew a small amount. And I still only know a small amount. But I know a little bit more now. I remember being a young child. And I remember seeing how, I remember hearing and seeing how people would always talk about uh, getting their wisdom teeth removed um, and, and having to go through the surgery and this, that, and the other. And I remember praying as a young child. I said, Lord, look, I don't want to have to remove mine. I know it's a common thing. I know most people do it. I said, Lord, please don't let me have to do that. I, I went to praying. I didn't know anything now. I still have my wisdom teeth to this day. All four. To this day. I know to somebody, they said, well, that don't mean much. That's small. That ain't nothing. But I'm trying to tell you the power of God and the power of prayer. The power of holding on trying to overcome the setbacks. I've had dentists try to talk me into getting them out of my mouth. So look, I'm not doing that until I must do that. If God turns around and says, well, Tony, you had them long enough, I'll let you get them uh, much longer than most people. I'll let you have them for a long time, Tony, and that's enough. If that happens, I'll say, okay, God, when you gave me a long time with them, thank you. But just for somebody to say, well, you should probably just go ahead and remove them so you can avoid this. And you Hold on. I've already avoided a lot of stuff by the power of God. And I believe he still has power right now. So whatever setback lies ahead for me, but I still believe God is able to deliver me. We've got to believe God for something. We should start believing him for more. We don't have to settle because we look around and say, well, this is how it happened for so-and-so. Well, this is how it happened. Hold, hold on. Do they have God on their behalf? 
is God for them? I know they claim God, but have they prioritized God? Is he, is he actually wanting to do what they petition him? Is he, are they one of his children? See, we call ourselves the children of God. Look, he'll do a little bit more for us being his children. So regardless of the setback, don't surrender. Hang on for the success. God bless you guys. At this time, I'll turn it back into the hands of Mel. Thank you. Um, good message as always. Um, like uh, Tony mentioned at the beginning of people, <clears throat> excuse me, giving up right when it's their turn. I'm reminded of a picture I saw on Facebook multiple times. It um, depicted two men and they both were underground and they had this pickaxe just hitting away at the ground. And there was a man on top. And he had just this, I know um, podcast listeners won't be able to see it, but my fingers are touching this close to getting the, the diamonds or his goal. And he and they had him turned around going the other way, looking defeated when he was just there. And then they had another person that de was determined. They were about halfway there, but they were still picking away at the dirt, picking at it and picking at it or like they're going to get it. And it doesn't have to be diamonds, anything, any of our goals, especially when it comes to getting closer to God. I know that we can sit, sit down and look at a scripture and not understand it, but we pray, we meditate, we go to somebody and ask what it means. But a lot of us, especially with the King James Version, will get confused on what it's saying. And um, this very true, the verse that says, and, and our patience possess our souls. Um, there have been a study, there's been plenty of studies of people that drive normally and people that drive hectically, so to speak. And it's come to a conclusion that you don't save much time from, from driving just that fast. Um, I've seen many times where people will zoom around me and I'm already speeding myself and they just zoom around me and then a couple of seconds down the road, we end up at the same red light. <laughs> we we are so in a rush to get nowhere. And, I, and I'm definitely, I have been guilty of this. I remember growing up and I used to think my parents drove so slowly. It would upset me because, you know, the 18 wheelers, uh, at least most of them, they can't drive that fast. And they were there just steady passing us really quickly. And I used to be so embarrassed. I used to get so upset. I'm like, man, even the 18 wheelers are passing us. So I made up in my mind then that, look, when I get older, I'm driving fast. I'm not doing this. But it doesn't get us anywhere. We may save one or two minutes, but what is that in the grand scheme of things, you know? It, what, but what's more likely or what happens a lot is it gets us killed. Um, I remember a lot of, I, I've read a lot of stories where people, will try to pass on a two-lane road around a, a curb and end up getting killed because somebody was coming on the opposite side because of the lack of patience. I know, um, and I'm recently learning this. Um, in the past few years, I, I learned this um, on a county road where you, if you have a double yellow line, you're not supposed to pass. And if the line is dashed on your side, that means you can pass. And if it's dashed on the other side, I mean, they can't pass, but you can't. But <laughs> we don't really pay attention to that. 
And because of that, it can end us getting killed or seriously injured for a lot of different reasons, mainly for the lack of patience. So we need to keep the patience. We need to keep the faith because our goals, especially in God, could be right around the corner and we turn around. And I've been guilty of it, especially sitting at a train. Since moving here, there are so many trains and so many people turn around and go the other way. And I've done it as well. And he, and sometimes when I turn around, I look in my rearview mirror and the train is gone. So it's definitely true. So that's all that I have to add. Again, um, there are no comments. Well, there may be comments, but um, I'll try my best to be watching and um, responding in the comments. But by now, I don't know what stage the baby will be in. I know that we'll still be in the hospital. So I thank you guys for tuning in. I thank all of the podcasters for listening. As I always like to say, um, as my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a good message each and every single week. Uh, We hope to see you guys there. And also check out our new website, uh, new and improved at jmsbible.com. I think it's a lot better than the old one, and I would love to hear some feedback on it. But um, more importantly, I just want to make the Word of God as easy as possible for everyone who is willing to access it. So um, again, thank you for tuning in. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always, because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Counted all joy, counted all joy, and again, counted all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm, no matter what your earthly situation is looking like. So the Lord blesses and says the same. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. So until then, you guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. And once again, and yet again, (laughs) thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign Joystorm12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always.